0: we Did you like our new music? (laughs) (laughs) We're back. Yep. We're absolutely again. We're back. And there you go. We spent a couple of weeks.
1: Yep. We're doing it every two weeks. And I know that that's not very productive, but shit happens.
0: You know. Life happens. You gotta have a life. (laughs) Well, it's
1: just, um, yeah. So, um. Yeah, we. I mean, we kind of like the schedule, and we're it's not. sure. It's
0: summertime, that. and it's a hot day. It is. It's getting hotter here. It's the day before Fourth of July. It's supposed to get up to 100 degrees tomorrow here.
1: <laughs> well, now they adjusted it, but it's still going to be hotter in hell.
0: Yeah, hotter. Yeah. Hell's uh, like 93. Hell
1: 93. Yeah. I think <laughs>
0: just above that. Um, says, uh, so, Susan, if you hear a sound, it's be, Susan has her air conditioner going in the background. So and we're not turning it off. Yeah. <laughs> and we've been, I've been informed we're not turning it off. Yep. So, so um, deal with it. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost three of our followers.
1: <laughs> Michael Jordan is just going to have to understand. Yeah,
0: Michael, thanks for we, your input. We're not,
1: we're not turning off the <laughs> air conditioner. <laughs> anyway, because my house gets hot if I don't have it on when it... In the morning, it just kind of, yeah. Anyway, so how have you been? Uh, we had a nice breakfast the other last week with um, our buddy Mild Abel. Yeah. It's and Catherine, great. your your lovely wife
0: came. Yeah, it was nice. She was able to join this time. She's,
1: I know, she uh, came, she's yeah.
0: She's a good laugh. She's funny, you know. I love Catherine. And she always has good input. So, yeah, I was so happy she could. She could she's one of us. She is. She's not she's like a civilian. I mean, one no, of the things. No, she's never that been a civilian.
1: Never been a civilian. She's
0: like a comic, you know. She's she thinks like a comedian. Yeah,
1: yeah, and she's creative, very, very creative. So it's it's always fun to, to see her. Yeah. And um, Milt looks great, and is. Uh, we got a an, a gig canceled.
0: You Milt. Gig? You and
1: yeah, our our gig was canceled, and um, wait. Your For gig,
0: or the one you and I had, or the one you and Milt had? Milt and I. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, That um, was supposed to
0: be in, uh... That
1: was the 28th of June. Yeah. We were supposed to go up to Seattle, oh. and it just didn't work out, and, uh, Bummer. Yeah, and so, when it happened, I said to Milt, I said, let's just, well, let's just have breakfast then, or something, we'll get art together, and he was like, okay, I'm there, so... Yeah. It was good to see him. Anyway, um... Have you been busy? You've got you've got a big trip coming up.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, this weekend, uh, uh, my nephew's getting married.
1: And this is the day before the 4th of July. We should tell people that. We're
0: Today's the 3rd. Mm-hmm. He's getting married on the 8th to a wonderful woman he met in Tokyo. Um, her family and eight bridesmaids. <laughs> are he has to find eight, eight guys? He found eight buddies. Okay, good. Um, and that's why they're doing it out in Hillsboro. I mean, it, but whatever.
1: Oh, it's in Hillsboro? It
0: is Hillsboro.
1: That's so much easier for you to get to. You're not going mm-hmm. over the mountain.
0: Uh, th- well, yeah, he doesn't live in Bend anymore. They live over here in Portland. Oh,
1: okay, okay.
0: But it's harder for my sister and her husband to get across the mountain, which right, is good Right, that's true. Um, but um you know, it uh, hopefully it won't take And this is
1: this is your sister's son. Yep. Yeah.
0: Right. And um, she's a lovely young woman. She's just sweet as can be. And they're just so happy together, you can tell. And it just, they took the best picture in traditional Japanese uh, garb. Oh, nice. And he was wearing this, like, robe that kind of angled down to the ground. Cool. And, and she had this beautiful dress on. And, yeah, it was really awesome. And I, I don't know if they're going to do Was she in a kimono? I, I think so.
1: Beautiful. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really know. I'm sure she was done in the bridal. <laughs> Yeah. I know, you, yeah, I know. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, you you still call your shirts blouses. I don't study. <laughs> oh, I, I don't study things. I know. <laughs> okay. Well, that's nice. Is And Liam can't come up for it, though.
0: No, he's uh, he's coming up in August to tape another thing with Jinx Monsoon. Um, oh. so, he's so he's missing his cousin's wedding. He can't even come year. to our weekend getaway in Bend this year, which is sad. It's too bad, but. Yeah, well, be good,
1: and when, and that's the next week, isn't it? Right yeah, after that, that's after the, the wedding, Monday
0: after the wedding, yeah.
1: You're heading over the mountain.
0: Heading over there for four or five nights, not sure yet. Oh my
1: God, does Ruby? Does, have you told Ruby your little dog yet that she's she's going on vacation?
0: Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> she's gonna bug you. We're gonna surprise her. So like we're going to Disneyland. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's exciting. Anyhow,
0: I hope you guys are all having fun summer things like that. You got to do something over the summer and. You know what? Camping used to be my go-to every year. Well, you'd love know.
1: to go camping.
0: Yeah, but you know what? Anymore, so much work. So much work. And then you're sleeping uncomfortably. And unless you have, like... you got to buy
1: those cots with the with the big... I have one of those Those big memory foam things. Yeah, I
0: don't have the memory foam Yeah, you got
1: to have the mem- memory foam.
0: But, yeah, camping used to be... I, I'm hanging on to my camping gear, though, because what? I don't know why.
1: Well, Liam might need it someday. Yeah, Maybe. Mm -hmm. You know.
0: You might. You might want it.
1: I mean, it might get used down the way. You never know.
0: You never know. You never know. And
1: uh, is Catherine like camping?
0: Nah. She's not a camper. She's convinced that the tent is just uh, the uh, chewy coating, outer coating for (laughs) a (laughs) bears. To get to the creamy center. The crunchy middle.
1: You know, I had... I had a lot of experience with bears when I was a kid. Oh,
0: did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah.
1: white camp? Um, spent my summers from the time I was seven and a half till my till I was 18, almost 19 years old. Oh, really close to 19 uh, at, at Spirit Lake at the base of Mount St. Helens uh, across. It was at a white camp that you couldn't <coughs> either hiked around which was about a three mile hike or and not an easy one Mm -hmm. or you had to boat across there was no you got to one side and then we were on the other side with the view of the we had the best view we were the second best view of the mountain
0: wow uh
1: and the lake and that was the lake that was you know affected during uh buried well yeah it was buried down uh, down under three hundred and fifty well. feet of water, yeah. yeah, and um but the they'd never sounded the bo- bottom of that lake ever.
0: Wow! When I was
1: growing up, and it was it was an amazing magical place, but I don't know where were we getting up where were we going here? Anyway, but oh bears, yeah. um When I was older, I mean we were told you know. You don't have food in the cabin. No ki- food in the cabin. Keep your food, you know. Well, yeah, you, right. No, you know, well, little kids, ding, 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 you know. Oh,
0: yeah, forget about it. Uh,
1: but when I was a counselor, um, I was only 14, and they had somebody drop out, and so I had to be a counselor and I had all these little kids, and I said, okay, absolutely no food in the cabin. Right. I'm sorry, that's just the rules, you know. We're going to attract bears, no food, no food outside the cabin, no food inside the cabin. Yep. You're gonna eat, go over to the lodge, you know, and have a snack, you know, on the deck and then clean up your mess and do it, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Well, I'm upstairs one evening, uh, taking a couple minutes away from the kids, and somebody ran in the lodge and says, Rice, you got bears. And I went, oh shit.
0: Bears, plural. Bears. Oh my God! And I yeah, went, oh, ah, shit.
1: So I go running down the stairs. I fell down the stairs. That was nice. Oh. And I get up and I'm running down to my cabin, and my the other counselor was on the and the girls are screaming. I can hear them screaming. And and the other counselor's going, "You have to be quiet. Shut up. Shut. You know, she's trying to shut him up."
0: Mm.
1: So. She finally gets them quieted down, and they're all standing out. I said, get the girls inside.
0: Yeah. You know, sense.
1: and I'm coming up the trail. Seems
0: like a good rule. And
1: all of a sudden, my other counselor goes, Sue's drop. Uh-huh. And I went, what? And I heard her. Ooh. And it was a huge black bear on one wow. side of me.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And her cub was on the other side.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. So, and Everything it was, I've heard, it was not good. It was
1: dusk and dark, and getting right. dark, and I hit the ground. I got down really quietly, but I, I, I got down on my stomach, and the mother came up, sniffed me from head to toe. Wow. And I, that's when I wet myself.
0: Uh, I would. I, I'm, I'm paying I, myself to tear this. But
1: that's what deterred her.
0: <laughs> oh. It was a submissive it, thing?
1: It was... Yeah, and they deterred her. And she walked around the front of my head mm-hmm. to get to her cub. Wow! The cub was darling, and the girls were out there just cute, you know, feeding the cub, throwing oh, food, just... throwing oh. grapes at the cub. Oh my god! I was like, he almost got <laughs> me killed. He kill me? And and I I got I got stuck on a trail one time with the uh, uh, with a bear on one side of me. I didn't I didn't see any cubs, but yeah. she was. She was coming down the hill, and I was like, oh, shit, what do I do now? Yeah. You know, I mean, there, yeah, you just had to be, you had to be aware. Had to be on your toes. Yeah. Nobody ever got mauled up there, but mm-hmm. you had a lot of interaction with bears. The Boy Scouts used to feed them. Yeah. The Boy Scouts were the biggest pain in the ass on yeah, that lake. Oh
0: no shit, right. That's just, so well, I can't believe they're teaching that i'm I'm sure they aren't teaching that in boy Scouts
1: no no they but they'd feed them
0: please remember to feed the bears
1: well and they had cam- they didn't you know they'd go camping and they 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 put fires they'd build fires on the uh-huh. top of roots
0: oh Tree sure. roots there you go yeah good plan
1: and then they'd leave yep and we'd come in there and a couple of days later put a sleeping bag down and the the ground was absolutely smoldering. yeah. And it's a tree, it's a root fire.
0: Oh my God. So
1: now we have to try to put that out. Oh, I, don't even get me started. That's why we, we swam over one night in the middle of the night and cut all their ropes on their boats and let them loose. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway, summer fun.
0: You're going to earn your swimming badge this yeah, morning. Yeah.
1: Summer fun. Try to go get your boats now, jackasses. <laughs> anyway.
0: Well, I used to like camping because it was a chance to. Stare at the campfire and get stupid for several evenings in well, a row. And
1: you've told me and some great you know, stories. It just,
0: it, all your insides, all the tension that you've stored from the rest of the year, just melts down to it nothing. And, and it just that I needed that reset every year, at least one camping trip, usually two. And uh, that's not got to be No, I, then I figured. Then out, there was
1: the Hoot Nanny group.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, there's always there's always some group of yeah, Hailbillies out there just playing their stereo loud and shooting guns off. and
1: Or singing.
0: Oh, sing- singing, yeah. Singing I, oh, goofy oh no, songs. no, that was just a group of friends, that, oh, that yeah. Linda's friends that I go camping with sometimes. there, And they like to sing their camp songs.
1: Every night. Every
0: <laughs> night, same songs. <laughs> every year, same songs. <laughs> I don't like to do anything the same every night. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I can't eat macaroni and cheese twice in a row. But... Um, <laughs> I love the, I love the feeling of it. Of uh, the just makes breaking it down to the and I love setting up a camp and, and then I figured out, uh, oh God, I could just do a fire pit in my backyard, and get the same effect. <laughs> it's you not could. quite the same. It's not
1: quite the same, you know, but it is you kind don't of
0: drive up into the woods. There's then that smell of the trees. Well, yeah, and that's all that. there's a lot You're of looking oxygen. Looking at the lake at night and all there's that. There's a
1: lot of oxygen up there. Yeah, you know, and that's what. If people, uh, I love to talk to people that come in from other places in the country. You know, Nick was here, our buddy Nick from Chicago. And we went to the beach and, you know, I said, he goes, well, we'll go do a bunch of stuff. I said, no, you don't understand. You're going to hit the beach. Your shoulders are going to come down. Mm-hmm. And in about half an hour after you're there, you're going to want to take a nap. Uh-huh. And he goes, no, I." No, no. Exactly. He comes, gets to the mm-hmm. beach, and all of a sudden his shoulders come down. Yeah. He goes, "Boy, you get really relaxed here too." Yeah, you do.
0: And you you don't realize how much tension you're storing
1: oh, you every
0: don't. day, all the time, in the city. You remember when you used to hear fireworks and you'd go, "Oh, fireworks!" Not anymore. Not
1: anymore. I <laughs> no. you know. You know. We'll have talk to about that in a minute. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: is that fire? Was that an M80 or is that an uprising? You know, you can't tell yeah. at night that it goes off all the time.
1: Well, it's when it's repetitive.
0: Yeah, yeah that's you know, you that's like that, that.
1: Yeah, no, that that's a trigger. Yeah, that's an automatic. Yeah, it's but, a different sound than yeah. just
0: a um, uh, a whole. But why would to I call know it that? Like a, a bunch of firecrackers on a string, whatever that package was.
1: Right. Well, those little yeah, you know, we used to call them little lady fingers. They're a little. I know is not mm-hmm. that gross, but they're a little tiny. You know, two inch right firecrackers
0: or even the full-size regular-size firecrackers there'd be like 12 of them right all tied together and it would make a lot of sound but different sound than when you actually hear
1: bam 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 bam
0: we actually had a shooting and killing in i our heard neighborhood that i like heard about maybe that maybe a week ago uh, yeah. right up by the starbucks in our neighborhood a busy intersection two in the morning something like that
1: I, that is and it's, it's kind of somebody
0: a would, they heard police heard the shots uh, they were in the neighborhood, which is a rarity. And yeah, that they, is a rarity. <laughs> they showed up and found a person who'd been shot and killed and had smashed their car into a telephone pole. And that's so right, a drive by three blocks away. That's that two is blocks so, away. It's so frightening. Yeah.
1: It's so frightening. I uh,
0: I don't walk Ruby at night anymore. In fact, isn't Catherine, that sad
1: because it's so nice and in Yeah, I evening. know, it's
0: so peaceful. Catherine has been uh, Helping a friend who had knee surgery the last few nights and staying over at her place.
1: Oh, that's so nice. What's Catherine well, she doing? She
0: lives four houses down from us. Yeah. I've been walking her down every night, just walking her down the street. you good husband. Well, you know, we hear every night. We hear either, you know, bang, 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 or, we, you know, probably usually fireworks. But there's always something, cars squealing down the street, or somebody's shopping cart going by, and some guy, you know, screaming, Hey, Raylene! Raylene, you took my drugs. I did not, you asshole. You know. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do it again, <laughs> Raylene.
0: <laughs>
1: Where'd you get that one? <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> etched in my memory. Yeah, you b- <laughs> <laughs> Raylene. <laughs> Don't be so mean, Raylene. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's who oh we hear. A God. lot of shopping carts going by. We have a nice secluded backyard. Um, But it comes with uh, a floor show half the time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's here's me because I'm just I will I I swear I'm going to die in a parking lot because I get so pissed. My St. John's uh, Fred Meyer on um, Ida, North Ida Street. It's one of the smaller Fred Meyers in the city. It's tiny. It's really not big. It's not that big. And, but over the last year and a half, there are no carts left.
0: Uh huh. No yeah. carts. Right.
1: I mean, if you can find a cart, you know, I've seen people fighting over a cart in the parking lot.
0: Uh-huh. You know, to steal it.
1: And I can't pull I <laughs> no,
0: to go in the store. To,
1: to take it or whatever. Well, yeah. But I the big carts are really hard for yeah, me I hate to those maneuver. Big carts. They're hard for me to maneuver. I mean, yeah. I go through that store going, you got to get out of my way. I can't oh, they're control a pain. this thing.
0: Yeah, they're huge. And they're heavy. Yeah. It's like good.
1: But I want the little ones.
0: Mhm. And yeah, so this too. guy
1: yeah. yesterday, so I'm at the store yesterday and this guy comes across from the mcdonald's on ida over to the parking lot of, of, of fred meyer and he's on a bicycle and i i thought he was going to pull out in front of me so i slowed down but he waited and i went by him and then i came up and to to go into park and stuff like that and i'm getting out and as i'm driving through the parking lot i'm scooping out all the little cart uh cart parking areas where people put carts back yeah. No carts left. I'm looking for a little cart. I want a little cart.
0: Well, I understand. So I, do. I, do I go, too.
1: so I go, I'm looking and looking and looking and I'm park my car and I'm walking, I'm thinking, where am I going to, and all of a sudden I hear carts, like two or three carts. I go, uh-huh. oh, some, they're bringing some back in.
0: Uh-huh.
1: No, the guy on the bike has three of those little carts and he's, he's on his bike and he's, he's stolen them and he's going up Lombard with them. Oh God. And I was like, "No, you know me. No, <laughs> no, bring those, no, back, bring right those back. I need that, you know." <laughs> and I'm yelling in the parking lot because I'm a crazy lady, <laughs> and so. um, <laughs> I see one of the security guards. I go, he's stealing cards. And she went, tell me something I don't know. (laughs) 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 I went, Uh, I went, guard. Anyway, so funny. I had to walk all over the damn parking lot. Does not having a handicapped cigarette doesn't do any good if you're having to walk all over the damn parking lot? To to get, to get a, you know, (laughs) by the time I get in the store, I'm exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so.
0: You need a Fitbit. So you can keep track of.
1: I'm telling you. Well, at least I got some exercise. But honestly, by the time I got (coughs) in the store, my knee was barking at me. But it's just like, and I understand. And they've
0: changed it now. I've noticed the difference just in the last week the police have finally said, okay, enough with the shoplifting. All the stores are hiring police and security guards. <clears throat> there are enough security, yes. Just walking out the doors with impunity and an armful of shit.
1: You have to show your receipt.
0: You have to show your receipt exactly. just walking out the door. And I told the guy, look, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. I had, I had a guy, I think I told this story, right in front of me and the clerk just shoved something under his jacket, looking right at the clerk like, what are you gonna do? And the clerk just shrugged his shoulders and kind of sighed and looked down. You know, because they're told not to do anything. And now that's changing. I think the stores are finally going, no, we got to stop this. It's not a free for all. It's not just a shopping spree every time you walk in the door. I know. And it's, it's a little bit it, uh, strange seeing somebody with a gun just going in to buy grapes. I know. It's what it's come to.
1: But one of the, there's a big gal, and I say big gal, I'm sorry, that's a really terrible thing to say. She's very tall. Okay. She's tall. She's probably six one six. Would you say stately? Yeah. She's, you know, and uh, then she has to wear all this gear, right. you know, and stuff. And she's yeah. really wearing a lot of gear.
0: Yeah.
1: Um she's one of the, and she's really nice. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, she was getting into it with somebody in the parking lot the no. other day when I was there. Yeah. These two women who just walked out with two big shopping carts full of stuff. Yeah. And she says, "I need your receipts." And she, they start yelling at her. Right. She goes, "All right, just leave the cart and get out of here." Yeah. You know, well, this one girl came at her. Oh. And and she wasn't a girl; she was a woman. Yeah. But I and I'm I'm standing there watching that, and I'm going, "Really? Yeah." She's gonna kick your ass.
0: Yeah. Right. And she
1: looks at me, you know, and I got my phone out. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm gonna get killed in the parking lot, but I'm uh, gonna. I wasn't gonna let this this them hurt this security guard. Yeah, right. You know, and they just got in their cars and took. They got in their car Left and took off. Groceries. You know, and the car had no license plates on it. Yeah. Right. So it was stolen. Yeah. You know that kind of thing, and so, and that's the other thing I'm noticing too is that we've talked about this before that stop signs and stop lights are suggestions now. Yeah, and really. And it's more
0: of uh, guidelines.
1: Yeah, and. Uh, uh, they're not even trying to hide the fact that they've stolen a car. There's just no li- there's no license mm-hmm. plates on anything. Right, yeah. They've just taken them off. Yeah. And we have no police. I mean, when you say you saw a cop in your neighborhood,
0: right? Yeah, it is a rarity. It's like saying I saw a Bigfoot in my neighborhood. I
1: know. I saw one the other day and went, "Oh my god! Oh, look
0: at that! Hold on, I, let me get my phone out." I know.
1: I have a police <laughs> officer in the neighborhood. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you go, "Well, there was probably a shooting."
0: Yeah, and that's yeah. the
1: other thing. We we're I'm going to come back to the Fourth of July thing because, um, first of all, I did show uh, this last Saturday, the first July first. I did show up in uh, up in Puyallup at the Puyallup Fairgrounds. Nice. for the taste of the Northwest, which right. is um, which it tastes like chicken, basically. <laughs> it
0: turns out the Northwest it, it
1: tastes like chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a little, with you know, with a little sriracha, a little,
0: space. <laughs> a little
1: sriracha, but anyway, um, but it was really fun. I didn't. I was dreading it. I would because
0: outdoor it, show. It's going to go really bad. Well, really it can. Quick.
1: Well, and it's this huge fairgrounds. Right. And where am I going to park? Sure. And you know, right. how far am I going to have to walk with my little stool? I mean, all these things that my old ass has to worry about now, and so. It turns out they took care of us we had parking passes we parked and they allowed me to park even closer mm. which was really nice That's great and so but um, and we weren't we were outdoors but it was an anora- when I say it was a three-sided it was three-sided well oh. uh, uh, like a, a covered covered you know built okay thing stage all right it was huge. Oh and um had a sound booth and everything in it so Ooh, yeah, and it good. had good sound and it was a lot of fun but um <coughs> the other th- i was nervous about the fact that we were out there with all these people and fireworks
0: okay we going to bring fireworks yeah, right. fire yeah, people get and crazy stuff they get nuts because
1: you're right near uh the indian reservations Yeah. and um I was doing a thing about the Fourth of July because I always pull out my seasonal c- humor yeah, because right. why not? And then um, and I asked this crowd this. Uh, we had a great. Oh, I worked with Kermit. I had to follow Kermit Appeal by the way. Hmm. Kermit Appeal.
0: I saw your post. Yeah, I wasn't envious of that.
1: Well, no, he's and not just only so that,
0: likable and so strong.
1: And and you know he was dressed down because yeah. he's. He's actually staying in Tacoma. He had a show that night at the Tacoma Comedy Club. I go, "Oh, your headline. He goes, "No, he's he's opening for this new this young Hawaiian kid that's just on fire." He was, he was here, and we, we were both working. I was working, oh. and you were in Medford. Oh, and we missed him. He was anyway, but we were. I so he he was there, and I w- And uh, I asked the crowd when I got up there if they were buying a lot of fireworks for the. F- no people went no. And you know. And uh, there was kids in the audience, too, which is really funny. Because, yeah. you know, it, it, I mean, it had a full bar. And uh, yeah. And I said, that's interesting. That you got a full bar, and you can have kids in the audience. Right. And it was PG-13, though, and they said there would be adult content, so, you know.
0: Yeah, okay. Bring your kids in you know, not. You my with kids, though, is never that they'll be offended by swear words, because they've heard them. They're yeah. probably saying them. Yeah. Uh, but that they don't really... Get the subtle what's observational going humor. Yeah, no, they're not. going to They don't get it. care, right. or they don't really get the construct of it, and they're just bored out of their minds. That's that's well, always the, my concern with kids. So
1: you know me, I'm not. I don't like constraints of any kind, really. Uh-huh. So <laughs> first thing out of my mouth, my mouth was I talked about schlepping my stool through the through the crowd, going, "What's this bitch got? She she, <laughs> she gets tired. She just going to sit down and line for, for food?" I mean. <laughs> And I said the word bitch. And uh-huh. there was this little kid. He's probably about seven or eight years old in the front row w- sitting with his mom. And I looked at him and I go, oh, I'm sorry. I, you know, and she goes, oh, it's okay. I said, no, I'm sorry. You brought your kid to a bar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry you did.
1: I'm really sorry you brought your kid to a bar. <laughs> anyway, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. But the fireworks thing is um, my neighborhood used to be the DMZ. I remember. It was horrible. Now, people have moved out, moved away. They oh, have that have done that. But culprits? we were talking yesterday, uh, my neighbor and I, that we have not... We I heard one little firework thing last night about about 11.30. Mm-hmm. And the night before, it was about the same thing. It was just two little things, and that was it. Usually, a week and a half to two weeks prior to the yeah, 4th of July... Right. It's just. I don't think we're going to hear it as much as we, I don't think it's going to be as bad.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure why it's changing, but it is changing. I think people are maybe becoming more aware of the...
1: Well, they can't spend that kind of money to just blow well, up.
0: That's true, too, yeah. I yeah, mean... It was always insane spending several hundred dollars, and then two hours later, it's like, okay, that's the last one.
1: My neighbors used to every year spend a $1, $1,000 on... And it's
0: not always people that have the extra 1000 No. That's the thing.
1: It's like you're gonna put this on a credit card and then blow it up. Really? Is it really gonna be that memorable?
0: Set it in a pile in the middle of the street and just burn it. One dollar bills. Yeah.
1: Well, and and I know, and people that they they can't wait, so they light them during the daytime.
0: Oh no, they can't. What the
1: hell is that?
0: I I hate the
1: Piccolo (laughs) Pete's. I hate those whistling things. I hate those things. I'd rather hear those though than. The M-80s, because the M-80s do scare me. They
0: really make you wonder. They scare me. If you're in a war zone. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's, it scares, and those big ones. We used to have aerial bombs, because I used to live across the street from yeah. the where they blew off the... Uh, I've told you that story. I've told that story here, though, before, about during the 70s, uh, living across the street from... we In Longview, they had the big fireworks at the Lake Sacagawea, and... Um, a lot of guys in Longview had gone to Vietnam, um. and every hour on the hour, they would let off an aerial bomb oh. you know, to count down to the fireworks, Oh, and you'd see guys just going out absolutely into, they'd hit the ground. Right. It was, it was horrific. And I, of course, here I am, I'm like 14, 15 years old, going, I got to find somebody and tell them to stop doing this.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: it was, it was not just a few people. It was a lot of guys that were hitting the ground.
0: Wow! Yeah.
1: It was like, whoa. That's weird. I hated him.
0: Just a reflex. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the first year that uh, Ruby has really reacted to him. Two years in a row, she didn't seem to have any problem. Last night. Really. And one would go off, and she'd hop up off the couch and look at us like, "Did you hear that?" Stare at us. You surely heard that.
1: <laughs> I know. It's like, is that, do we need to go? Do we
0: get <laughs> where to run either? Are we going to the she car? Let's go to the car. She's like trying to hide by Catherine or come over by me. Or she didn't know where to go.
1: There's, there's people that have, I uh, mean, dogs people, have, a hard dogs time have to it. have, they have, they have yeah.
0: special doggy drugs. Yeah. They, for yeah. Dogs
1: yeah. We used to take them. <laughs> 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 um, I know it's a, uh, it's really, um, it's just never been my favorite holiday.
0: Yeah. Well, I know. Yeah, I, I remember growing up in Bend. It was a, such a show. It was the old-fashioned fireworks down in Drake Park. <laughs> Excuse me. that uh, They would shoot off directly above you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> straight it, up. I, I know. So there'd be like ashes falling on you. But, man, what a show. You get spoiled. You, get, you see that like yeah. one year, you're like, it's never going to be the same rush. Yeah. Just straight up and then boom, 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 boom. And then yeah. the grand finale and all that, but
1: uh, we lived across the street, and my all yeah. I could think of is my house is going to burn down.
0: Yeah, right.
1: And my dad a couple of years had to stand on the roof with a hose. Yeah, we, we had a flat roof because my father was a flat roof guy, not flat Earth, but a flat roof guy. Okay. And, um, <laughs> and because the embers would fall on on the roof, and my mom would say, "No, uh-uh. we got not somebody's got to be you know You got to be yeah. up on the roof with a hose." Yeah, right. And that was you know. But I hated it, and uh, you know I that's why, as soon as I could, if I had to, I was up at the lake. And I this year,
0: like I say, it's going to be uh, almost 100 degrees hotter than hell, and yeah. um, there's going to be people out there Drinking shooting them off and, and uh, shooting them off. Yeah that's I think that's how that fire across the street got started with some Well th- we didn't hear any fireworks though.
1: The gorge is burning right now.
0: Uh, is it again?
1: Oh, Ac- across th- across the river from um, Hood River. On the Washington side, oh there's, a, there's a f- seventy-five acre fire as of yesterday, but it's grown because of the wind.
0: Yeah. Then <sighs> I heard those ca- Canadian fires. Yeah, it's like four hundred of them, something like that. Yeah. Half of them are out of control, just burning. They out can't of get into
1: that country. That's country you can't yeah, get right. into. It's really it's hard to, for them to
0: do. Yeah, they yeah. Those it's terrible. Man, it's scary. Terrible. Now Fourth of July, you also got out for Fourth of July a couple of. Ruth Bader Ginsburg mugs for our coffee today.
1: I did. I have um, I've give, been given these as gifts. I love them. Mine at the bottom says the notorious uh, RBG at the bottom How of Oh, does
0: it. it? I wonder what mine says, but probably I don't want to stain probably, your carpet. Probably this, no, please don't do that. <laughs> please don't turn your
1: car- <laughs> Yeah. I think uh, the veil is being pulled back over uh, the... The issue that we need, to, we need to change our judicial system to the point where yeah. you don't get to do this for life.
0: Yeah, more and more people are seeing what, how fucked up it is it now is, that we are there. And
1: exactly. And what Trump has done to yep. this country yep. and how if it's not put in check soon, no matter what we do, they will vote it down. It's six to three, and either, either Alito and Thomas can retire without being charged with any kind of. Mm-hmm. I mean, they their, their violations, right. their ethics violations, are not a felony, right? But they should have their law license taken. Right. I mean something. Right. There has should be, but that won't happen. And the best thing they they can do for us while Biden is in office is to, of course, you know, retire, but uh, the GOP is not going to have that. They will not, they will beg for them not to do it until after 24.
0: And then who knows, they'll drag their feet if there is a nomination, nominee, like they did before. Well, the best thing we can do
1: is put, is put Biden back in, in, into the, into Mm -hmm. the presidency. Yeah. In 24 so that we can at least get about ba- a better balanced
0: supreme court supreme court yeah right yeah
1: and they they have to change they have to change the parameters too it's not this lifetime
0: shit. yeah that doesn't work <clears throat> it's like that's that just work. insane because we've all had the crazy uncle and the older g- he gets it doesn't get better.
1: Well, and they're lying. They they're lying. Why is Amy Comey Barrett? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean. Amy Comey Barrett lied directly to the tr- to the panel about mm-hmm. her her stance on on Roe.
0: Yeah, right. So
1: did so did Kavanaugh. Yep. So did Gorsuch.
0: Bald face lie.
1: Just bald face lies. Just to so, get in there. It's just um, that's been um, f- affirmative action is going to affect this nation so. The, the impact is going to be people don't people that aren't aware that they're that this is just the tip of the iceberg mm-hmm. you know it's honest to god
0: it will get worse it's not just going to be about protecting their gun rights and uh, uh, going after homosexuals and Firearm protections and blah blah. You know they're
1: going to go after everybody. They're going to go after everybody's rights. Eventually, it's not just going to be, you know, a minority. You will become a minority if you question anything that the government says to you or that these people say. You have to. You have to. You. This is your religion. Yeah. Practice this. This is your. This is how you're going to think. Practice this.
0: Well. It'll be interesting to see, uh, since we're swinging this direction here. Yeah. Like you said uh, last time we talked, that we're entering an age of reckoning.
1: We are in the age. Ra- we are. And we're, it's, we're
0: like it's, it's a change in. It's the age uh, the of water.
1: Uh, we're in the we're in water. Oh. Which is being everything's being washed clean. Everything's uh, getting I see. get oh, is good. getting is getting yeah. exposed. And it's going to be another couple of years before we're out of it. But it's going to be it once we're out of it. We're out of it. Yeah, I'm ready. You know? And uh, there's going to be big, big changes. But I think that, um, you know, at this age, I went through, I, I was a young person in the 60s and remember very vividly. Uh, the Civil Rights Movement, even though I lived in Longview, Washington, that had five black families sporadically in the city. They were... Um, we talked about it. My parents talked about it. We we watched the news. We talked about civil right. rights. We talked about what it was. And... This is different. Uh-huh. This is way different. This is different than... Uh, this is just. Trump opened the door to allow uh, the toxic bigotry and hatred to just be commonplace. Yeah. And maybe that's a good thing and a bad thing. Well,
0: it's pulling the band aid off. You don't yeah. like what you see, but uh, it was there.
1: It's been there already. Yes. Yeah.
0: And the only way you can start to heal is if it gets some oxygen.
1: Yeah. Well, it's. Um, so, um, yeah, this is going to be. But I'm I'm I don't know if I'll you know the thing about it is is that th- it's we're moving towards a better place but I'm just really I hope I get to see part of it I hope I get, live long enough to see part of it because I think I think uh, yeah. I have a lot of faith a lot of people don't but I have a lot of faith in these in the Gen Zs and the generation that's coming up after mm-hmm. this because yeah, they like they're, they're, they're really different people they're different more. they're wired different they're just. smart it's just gonna it's just gonna be this evolution that's gonna be really interesting to watch Um, yeah what I want to say though is um, we were talking about this because um, you and I are both just going crazy because we can't there's no there's so much stress watching the news you don't watch as much news as I do because of that and that's no, the I can smar- only
0: handle in doses, small doses.
1: Small doses, and I'm, I'm voracious. I will say that. And I will get my news
0: through like, uh, Bing or something like that. That just gives you all the top news stories, mm-hmm. and then I can choose, whether I want to hear about the guy who had his arm eaten off by an alligator, or if I don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't exactly. Care to hear about that.
1: The um, I can hear.
0: I can read. I can deep dive into something about the Supreme Court if I want to. Right. But, yeah, I can only take a certain amount before but it just gets too depressing. what we
1: need is, and what we've been missing, and I, I think it's really starting to come to fruition in people's lives, is that the one thing that has been constant is comedy. We've had Colbert. We've had Letterman. We've had Johnny Carson. We've had all these
0: yeah. throughout
1: the ages and right. throughout this time of strife and, and Watergate and Vietnam and... You know, the Bay of Pigs, we had comics, we right. had comedians, we had television that would dissipate and, and, and tell you, yes, you're not crazy, this is nuts, yeah. and here it is. And because of the writer strike, support the, support the writers. You know, this is just yeah. crazy. Uh, we haven't had that. And this is, yeah. I mean, everybody can't believe that every 10 minutes there's another story. There's another.
0: Right. We're missing out on a lot of there's good comedy. A, and, but
1: there's, an, and there's another and breakthrough. How, and how you
0: deal with it. Comedy is how we deal with stress already. That's exactly. why we're comics. <clears throat> um, but without that, without that kind of just like pressure release valve at the end of the day, you hear all the craziness. And the, I think Colbert even said one time, I'm here to... To kind of let my audience know that, no, they're not the crazy ones. <laughs> right, <laughs> they're exactly. They're not crazy. This is happening, right. and it's crazy. And – You know, it, you need that.
1: You do, and you need to laugh and go, oh, my God, this guy – Yeah, that's exactly right. – Because yeah. they point out the ludicrousy of, of you know, statements being made by politicians that are just like, what? What? I mean, Lindsey oh, yeah. Graham is crying. Oh, come on. Yeah, right. You know, this kind of stuff. I mean, we miss that. I miss that terribly, because yeah. I—that's my morning. That I would get on YouTube and mm-hmm. watch. Same here. Colbert's monologue, Kimmel's monologue. I right. go Myers, on. Seth Meyers, yeah. Seth Meyers, uh, John Stewart. You yeah. know, uh, Noah. John um, Oliver is always John, great.
0: Well, uh, it wasn't a daily thing, but.
1: But The Daily Show with uh, uh, Trevor Noah. I right, used to watch. Yeah. I mean, I miss that. I miss it terribly. Right. And. Um, I just... I We need this. I mean, yeah. I don't want to go through this damn trial without Stephen Colbert and Jimmy Kimmel. That'd I really great. don't
0: well, um, want to. we're going to see, I mean, how long this, they can hold out. It's all about... Them.
1: They need to get writers their money.
0: Deserve to get their cut mm-hmm. of streaming services, mm-hmm. and they're not. The, the companies are just going, no, this is our money. We're streaming it. We're, what do you have to do with it? And writers are going, well, okay.
1: It's our content.
0: And I think uh, John Mulaney... In an interview the other day, I heard him say that um, there's a lot of content out there. And uh, we're about to find out just how much content is out there. Because at some point, it's going to run well, out. Well, have
1: you noticed? Right. Netflix is rerunning stuff that was done two years ago.
0: Right. Yeah, they're going to start running stuff that foreign things. Yeah, and-
1: well, I'm, I'm, I'm watching that great series called Deadlock. Right. Out of Australia. It was shot in Tasmania.
0: Uh-huh. And it's oh, actually
1: okay. very uh-huh. fun. It's good. But I'm just saying. try
0: that again. I started watching that on your recommendation. It's And I ha- anything show that starts a, a body is found. I'm like, that's just lazy writing. There's got to be other it's stories. It's a comedy. You have to remember. You, I, no, I understand. Okay. I understand. But give me another setup to a no, story. But these it's other it's, it's written
1: by these two gals. Anyway, I, it, you have to get through this little bit. Yeah, they're and funny. Then, I can
0: tell it's quirky and fun. Oh, it's and, quirky yeah, as yeah. hell. Yeah.
1: But... Um, yeah, it's, um, but I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've just needed to go in and watch Ted Lasso over and over and over yeah, again, right. just yeah. because I just yeah. need that, you know, that really well-written humor, yeah. you know, I just need to hear it.
0: Yeah. And, um. That's why I like to, st- I like to start up my day where when well, now it's there every couple of weeks. I don't get you busy. It's the yeah. uh, Kevin Nealon hiking videos. Right. Because he's just such a likable, affable, and quick witted, fun person. Whoever he's he out is. there with, he's making funny. And it's just, he's it's, it's, it's walking around the hills of LA, so it's sunny and beautiful. Right. And it's just like, ah, okay. Yeah, I, know. I feel like I just went on a hike with Kevin Nealon. Mm-hmm. You know, that's another I watched that during the winter when pill.
1: it was so rainy, icky, yeah. just so I could go to LA again and right? see, you know, yeah. whoops it, yeah. Walk up and in, in, you know in, what's the park God it's just right out of my head anyway, yeah um i'm um and I start it made me think, okay, so when I was because i i you know I called you and go, okay, I will have an idea for the podcast because um, comedy has had a huge has played a huge role throughout the history, probably since since radio. Yeah. Since radio uh, sure. was yeah. became, you know, And a it flourishes a in
0: times of war and strife d- and turmoil.
1: Yeah, because during the Depression. My parents used to, um, granted, a lot of it was racist. We used to listen to Amos and Andy. Oh,
0: it's amazing. The stuff that <laughs> they used to do that you know, they could never.
1: But uh, we used yeah. to watch the Honeymooners.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: And listen to, you know, my mother used Red Skelton, all these shows yeah. that uh it would dissipate yeah. what was going on in their lives. And my mother would stay up till uh, and watch all of when Jack Parr when Steve Allen had the Tonight Show out of New York. Right. She loved Steve Allen. She yeah. I mean, and I, I remember that that was her ritual mm-hmm. and that was the way that she was able to decompress every night. Right. And granted they had guests and stuff like that, but each one of us uh, who grew up in that era of Carson and Jack Parr, we have our favorite shows that we remember from Jack Parr and 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 Johnny Carson, uh, the, our favorite guests. I mean, mm. I remember the first time I saw Jonathan Winters on Jack mm. Parr. Oh, right. I mean, it was, I was, my mother came and woke me up, and she says, you have to see this guy. Yeah. And I went down the hall, and I was just like, Oh, my, and we laughed till we cried. Yeah, right. And then, um, Tody Fields. I right. mean, but these were... Yeah, I remember
0: back when a, a comedian would be listed in the TV Guide as coming on The Tonight Show. There's going to be a comedian. Right. You know, it didn't matter who it was. You're like, oh my God, comedian David Brenner, comedian. I oh, know. Wow, oh, I oh. got to watch. I got to stick around. I got to watch it. It was rare. I know. You only saw a comedian once every maybe few weeks maybe
1: once a week months yeah. once a month or something yeah, like that it but was, it was not it a was every um, night thing and uh yeah and it was
0: like just like candy like, so, oh yeah i'm gonna watch this i
1: remember seeing Car- uh, carlin for the first time on mm-hmm. on the ed sullivan show mm. it was the ed sullivan show on a sunday <laughs> night seven o'clock right and i mean and he was he was the uh, hippy-dippy... Um, weatherman.
0: Weatherman. Oh, wow, yeah.
1: Yeah. and um, But I remember that. I remember how important that was. I yeah. mean, I just remember getting to see my mom and dad laugh.
0: Yeah, Out right. loud. Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah. I thought, you know, and I never planned on being a comedian. That was never my goal.
0: I didn't think about it either.
1: But, um, but as we're going through this time without our writers... And without these television shows that have gotten us through the pandemic, I'll cry. Because they did. They got us through.
0: Oh, for real.
1: They got us through. They they went to their closets. They went to their homes. They set up cameras. And they got us through that pandemic. Yeah. And now, and they've gotten us through all this crap with Trump. And they've got, and now I just feel like we're letting them down. You know, and they
0: can't just um, man up now because if they were to put their show on without no, the writers, that would be busting the strike.
1: They don't want so to do that. So they can't
0: just go in a closet and do their own show. They they need to support the writers because they need Many when them. Many of them,
1: these guys were writers on a show before yeah, they right. were stars. So they, so they get it. Yeah, and it's only uh, fair.
0: God, it's only fair, man. These studios need to get over it and just chip in.
1: Right, and, and make it right. You know, you can inundate. I don't the, know how to
0: pressure them as as a viewer. You, what do you do? I mean,
1: you you know, you get on their on their social media and you start writing you know messages to their social media. Maybe
0: group. Uh, let, there needs to be a mass movement for people to strike and cancel Netflix, cancel HBO, cancel all their subscriptions right. until they decide to pay the writers. Pay the writers again, you know, because uh, it's
1: it's. Uh, it's got to come to a halt. Well, they're going into the season, too. They're going into the fall season, which yeah. is huge. Yeah. And if they don't have, they have stuff in the can, but they can't play it. Uh-huh. They can't play it because of the strike. Mm-hmm. I mean, Netflix has all these specials, mm-hmm. and they're not going to be able to air them because of the strike. And, right. you know, um, I think John Mullaney was right. Well, let's see how much content they actually have.
0: Yeah. Because there's going to come a time. I, like, I know Catherine and I, as much as we watch, have burned through most of the stuff we wanted to watch already at least once. Yeah. We're going back and watching stuff twice. <clears throat> but. Uh, <laughs> right. Oh, and a suggestion, too. I think I told you about this. Yeah. Anybody out there who hasn't seen The Offer?
1: Oh, no, I haven't.
0: It's on um, Paramount because it's all about the making of The Godfather, yeah. the movie, mm-hmm. and what, from the pr- producer who produced the movie, from his uh, standpoint, his viewpoint, he wrote a book about just the bizarre and incredible, You just stuff you wouldn't, you, it's got, this has got to be made up. But it's all real. It really happened where the mafia was, like, threatening him, and, just, like, you know, and right. the studio heads were... Firing him every other week and telling him, no, nah, this project's never going to do anything. It's never, nobody wants to see this. And Al Pacino's never going to be a leading man. He's not, he's not tall enough, you know. Just all these bizarre stories that went into the making of what a lot of people call the greatest movie ever made in America. I don't know if that's true or not, but it's it certainly was pretty, pretty one pretty of them. It was pretty amazing. <coughs> it was an amazing Well, movie. Well, didn't even movie.
1: Puzo get, get threatened? His yeah, life, right? his family oh, yeah, got threatened? Before
0: through? the movie was made, they hated the book because, um, you know, it, it brought because out daylight. daylight.
1: spoke. he spoke yeah. about the mob, yeah.
0: But, you know, and the producer had to convince the mob, I don't want to give too much away, that this movie wasn't just going to be attacking them and dragging them through the mud, that it was going to show these characters as...
1: Family men.
0: They're killers, but yeah. they're also they care about their family and they have their Their neighborhood of of values and how the government wasn't all that straight either right you know the people that were going after him weren't necessarily
1: well I think Brando (coughs) even had to have he had to have uh, security um, during the movies Right. Um, it's a
0: yeah uh, they get a a pretty good cast a really good cast actually the guy who plays Brando really he really gets him.
1: Didn't you love Marlon Brando?
0: Yeah, he was something. I, I mean, was just... was only one of him, he for was, real.
1: You know, you remember that game and mm. people to say, okay, living or dead, you get to sit down and have dinner right. with somebody. Yeah, right, He was always on my list. Right. Always. Marlon Brando. I want to talk to a Marlon Brando. Yeah. Um,
0: you know who... Okay. Go ahead. I don't want to change this up too much. But no, go ahead. You know who else would be on my list? And I just got to see a two-hour interview with was Gary Shandling.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, because he wasn't just one of the best comics ever. He was a mentor to a lot of comedians. He did. Because his whole reason for doing comedy was to explore the truth in himself, how to be an ego-less version of himself so that he could bring truth and enlightenment to his audience and how he could always keep it grounded and always make sure that it was staying honest. Right. And like nobody else... And I, you know, his mentor was uh, Roy London, an acting coach, uh, f- apparently I didn't, hear, I've never heard of him, but a famed acting coach who coached like Sharon Stone and into an Oscar and a bunch of other people, mm-hmm. just life changing um, actor turned acting coach, whose whole message was all about re- realism and all about real emotions, dredging up in the right. ugly version of yourself, if that's what's. Real, right, and just getting it right out there for all the world to see.
1: And if anybody <coughs> out there has not seen the Larry Sanders Show, oh, right, you you stream it. Yeah, it's 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 as good as the Dick Van Dyke shows were yeah, back it in holds the. It, up sure. The the writing is unbelievable. You know, there's some just excellent. references that
0: are dated. It doesn't matter. The time, He's so his funny. Jokes are so funny.
1: Oh my God, the writing
0: was. Unbelievable. Yeah. His, his his writing was incredible, and nobody worked harder. I get he came from a background of engineering for years and years. He studied engineering yeah. until one day he said that he uh, couldn't walk back in the classroom. I, I can't face this anymore. I can't do it, and he just walked away from it. He said, "I'm going to do. I'm going to pursue comedy. I don't know how. I don't know what that's going to mean." Right. S- but he ended up pursuing comedy writing, and becoming, and then applying. That was the interesting thing. Applying the work ethic that he'd had for engineering because you got to get you got to solve the problem you got to keep at it and spend the hours and hours he couldn't relax he couldn't rest he had to study and study and study and study to pass the test to get like a c on these tests and then so he applied that same work ethic and dedication to his comedy writing and it was and it was unreal just how good it was and then same thing, reworking it. And he became a comedy writer for Sanford and Sons and a bunch of other stuff. And then one day, same thing. I can't do this anymore. I have to do stand up. He was making a good living. Right. As a well respected T V writer. Just now I'm walking away from it. I can't I can't he walked yeah bring myself to do this anymore.
1: And he walked away from comedy for a while.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. But I um, remember
1: Seinfeld in the in the in his interview when they did the having, co, uh, having comics having coffee. comics having coffee. and getting
0: coffee. And coffee? Yeah. yeah,
1: whatever it is. Uh, Jerry asked him. He goes, "Why'd you leave? Yeah, what what was that about? Right." And he said, "I wanted to write a book. Ah, I wanted to write. You know, I wanted to do." And that's when he started his spiritual journey. Yeah, right. He had a real he had a real epi- and he was he was amazing. He was an amazing guy.
0: Actually met the Dalai Lama? He did. Yeah, actually. Yeah, he he, he was a deep dive into his spiritual quest and um, unlike any other comedian out there. Right. It was one of, that was kind of one of the things that I always wished I would have broke through to the next level as as a comedian down in LA was that I'd heard that he hosted a basketball game on his property. Yeah. Like weekly basketball I, I wanted, know. To be, so oh. wanted to be so wanted to be one of the guys One playing ball. One of the ball. guys out there yeah. playing ball. Oh just see that God. side of him and all his friends. That would have been
1: awesome. Uh, yeah, it's there's a lot of there's a lot of deals made on the basketball cart in LA. Well, I'm sure, um, yeah. But, um, just for
0: the fun of it. Yeah, it's... Uh, but it's all about ego-less. All about smashing your ego. And this is and where we're going. Getting your ego out of the way so that it's not about you anymore. And this is the thing that I'm trying to really get my head around right now. Now that I've made the decision to walk away from nightclub comedy, Mm -hmm. um, because I can't, I just can't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. I have to know now the next phase, what is it that I need to do? And, you know, my son gave me the best piece of advice. Um, I said, you know, you have, you're making a YouTube channel. What advice would you give? And he said, uh, uh, th- make sure you're not doing it just to get a lot of followers just to get famous make sure if you have a reason you want to do it uh, that you actually have something you want to say yeah and do with your and so yeah. that's what I have to I have to the next thing I have to really figure out and I'm not sure how to do that
1: <laughs> you got to buy a camera
0: a, a camera mm-hmm. oh I see <coughs>
1: you have to buy yourself a little camera <coughs> and you have to and you, you have suggested. I, I do lo-
0: a, a documentary about the make, remaking of our basement, which could be interesting. Um,
1: well, I think you are off the cuff, mm. one I'm, of the best comics ever uh, when you're talking to people uh, because no, you do. You just you, you interject something funny in every conversation. So I suggested. That either you use your phone or you use or you get yourself a little handheld or you and you talk to the you right talk, and just kind of go on. Hey, I want to document this this yeah. remodel and yeah. have these conversations <coughs> with these guys because they're characters.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. There's a lot of characters. We have a plumber that's one of the grumpiest people I've ever seen,
1: and I think <coughs> I think it's I think that's just the side of right. remodeling. Uh huh. And you're not a young kid, right? You know. Things are not going to rattle you because you're going to, you know, you've been around the block. You know, yep. this, you know, contractors say they're going to be there on Tuesday. Right. It's a crapshoot. Pretend well, when they won't. If be. I can
0: figure out a way to make that interesting and enticing enough to an audience, then to people, then maybe the humor I'll will pursue that.
1: The uh, humor will make it enticing. Right.
0: But yeah, that's, uh, that's the quest right now, you know, and it's a good quest. I think. Um, I think you're right that a lot of us are going through a re-examining right now, not just getting old. And uh, uh, one of the other things that I've discovered lately is that I need to tell my friends I love them more and let them know how I feel about them. And you got to be careful because I got to be careful because when you get to our age, you tell yeah. somebody you love them, you're like, uh oh, you're I dying. Know. I, know. <laughs> I, know. I know. They give you that, oh, uh oh, why, why are you saying this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it's just because. You know, we're all going to die. You know, we can't get around that. But in the meantime, like the last, like round and third heading for home, the last chapters of my life, I want to spend. Right. It's all about friendship and love and uh, family. To me, that's really all that matters. You strip it's, away everything else. That's what you have.
1: It's, it is. It is it so is what you have. I do love if it. If you look. Like, I know you do. Yeah. Sort and of. you
0: know I do. But. Yeah. But <laughs> I, and, and I'm not going to say it like that. No, no, no. That's all my mother could say growing up was, once or twice, was oh you know we love you. That's as close as she ever got, because you know Presbyterian. I don't know, but that's how affectionate she was able to yeah. get until she had dementia. That was the interesting thing. A- and then she became very affectionate, and sweet and huggy, and uh, we told each and every one of us that they were we were her favorite. <laughs> that's so sweet. <laughs> Oh,
1: I think that that's, uh, yeah, Uh, my nieces and nephews hate it because I'm, I'm telling them my plans, you know, I'm telling them what I'm planning on doing, you know, as I grow older, Uh and what they can, you know, if everything works the way I'd like it to work, this is how this is going to go. And they don't want to talk about it. And you go. I understand because I didn't want to have to talk about that stuff either. Yeah, right. But I have to talk about it. So you have to give this to me because this is something I need to know that you already know. Right. Because there might come a time where I don't have the capacity to explain. Right. What's going on, yeah. or what I have planned, or what's yeah, in right, what's yeah. already in place. Yeah. You know. And um, but anyway, in fact, I've made a bit about it, and boy, I'll tell you something. I bring him up to this I bring him up I get a big laugh on 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 this one joke and then I and then I bring it into that this area that makes people's butt cheeks get tight ah. and it's my favorite new bit because it's truth ah. it's it's uh-huh. the reality yeah, right. of aging mm. and it's what I have to do mm-hmm. And I do make it funny, right? But they they sit there after that laugh, and then they they sit in there, look at me, and I'm just going, I'm kind of enjoying this waiting period because they're just like, "What is she going to say next?" You know, right? And it's and it's a it's a wait. It's about a two minute wait. Well,
0: you know, and there's so. nothing wrong with that. Sometimes a big wait creates a big payoff too.
1: Well, if you can, if you can if you can write write it well and, enough. And
0: also sometimes it doesn't have to be about jokes per minute anymore. No. It y ha- you're communicating an idea. I think that seems like it's another change that kinda stand up is going through is it's more communicating ideas and what do you what point are you making over the course of your forty five to an hour?
1: and i'm listening more now as to my audience afterwards people want to come up and tell me stories after the oh, shows they, okay. they want to tell me stories and it's that bit that they want to go back to and tell me the story about how their right. parents how they had to deal with their parents when they died or this kind of thing and it's really interesting because i've noticed over the last 6 or 8 months that i've been doing this or about right. probably 6 months that i've been doing this yeah. that it's that, oh, you were so funny, blah, blah, blah. You know, I took care of my parents or I did my thing, you know. And yeah. it's always been that that's the one they hone in on. Right. And I thought, okay, I'm hitting a nerve here. This is what I have to do. This is the right thing. That's how you know that you're, you know, it's not just a joke. Right. You know, I made, I made a point. Yeah. And whether, you know, that shouldn't be my goal. It's, it wasn't my goal, but I'm noticing that it is a goal now. It's like, okay. This this is something that needs to be talked about. This is I'm not going to back away from this because, you know how it's easy to back away from something you're not getting a, a constant laugh on.
0: Oh yeah. You know it's really hard to commit. You kind of well, have you're to. You're not go, getting that feedback we're used to.
1: Yeah, you kind of go oh okay. Okay. I should probably pull that.
0: Everybody's looking at me.
1: Yeah, I should probably pull that <laughs> one. I've just dug myself into another hole. Yeah. Way to go, Sue's. Well, but anyway. You
0: have a, uh, destination that you're circling around to yeah then they feel like okay if it's it was worth listening to the whole story to get to that right yeah you know,
1: um, and on another note this doesn't just doesn't just apply to comics yeah this when you have a truth that has to be that has to come that you need to express to family members or people that you love um and it's a hard subject to talk about you know you have to have enough faith in in you know yourself and the fact that your family loves you to understand and to listen and if they don't listen you have to keep going back to the well and make them listen it's a really tough difficult it's a difficult thing and right now um i'm even circling back to the kids because one of the things we've noticed is if you're not authentic on stage, those kids are not going to listen. They're not. Nope. They're, they, they are so geared in. If it's in. just a
0: constructed joke and they can sniff it out, they're like, oh, okay, it was a joke. Exactly. Yeah, they just don't they, react the same way.
1: They are tuned into. Yeah. You know, authentic, authentic uh, vibrations. Right. You know, people that are. Being real. And, yeah. you know, granted, a lot of it in, at their age is about sexual humor and stuff like that. And that's yeah, fine. Right. I guess, that's, yeah. That's where they uh, are. That's, <coughs> that's where they're living right now.
0: Yeah. I can't meet them on that level anymore. No.
1: No. I am I know. It's dating. It, you know, I, date, so many comics talk about
0: porn. And they talk about Tinder. They talk about dating. Grindr. And yeah, they talk about yeah. all the... all the. And so many comedians now go, uh, how many of you watch porn on your computer? And those of you who didn't raise your hand are liars. I'm like, nah, not really. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Not so much. No, not so much. Anyway. That's well, okay. this is, we've kind of, Oh, we've, have we gone over? Yeah, we've gone over.
0: Yeah. yeah. So what? It's so, only every other week. So break it up. Hey, here's a tip if you don't like how long this show was, listen to the first half an hour. Yeah. Next week, no, it's too late now but next week i know Listen th- the 30 minutes you know save it save it save it for the next monday
1: we really love to get Visit some it. more subscribers we know we're lazy but we're not really lazy this is the way life is at our age uh but uh we enjoy doing this and we thank you for showing up today and we hope you had a great fourth of july we hope you have a good safe summer and um tell somebody you love them
0: okay I know you, that sounds like we should just say goodbye. Yeah, that we probably
1: should <laughs> say goodbye, but you can't do that. I so. just
0: had to mention the sign that I saw this last oh, week. Oh, good. It was a funny little, uh, it was in a weed shop, and it <laughs> said uh, uh, ounces, $38. Only the O looked exactly like a D. So it read dunces, <laughs> $38. Finally. My people, <laughs> a bargain for me and my people. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, okay, everybody. That, that had nothing to do with nothing except for I, it made me laugh.
1: Well, that's that's a good thing to end on a laugh.
0: Yeah, let's hope. Say goodbye, Art. All right, then. Goodbye, and uh, thanks again. We do appreciate it.